0: Welcome, and thank you for listening today. This Caregiver Life podcast focuses on caregivers from all walks of life. Throughout the episode, we will hear from caregivers on the front line, those who do the day-to-day, sometimes hour-to-hour caregiving. We will also hear from care recipients, professionals in the field of caregiving, and other various topics of interest to those living this caregiver life. good morning Jen good morning mayor how are you
1: well I'm excited today well why are you excited today something special is about to happen I don't know what is it well this is our 50th podcast episode like get out of town 50 podcasts how did that even happen so fast I I can't even imagine how the time has gone by but here we are at episode number 50 it's so exciting
0: I think we need to have some, um, I think we need to have a solvation. Yay! <laughs> I want to throw all the confetti and pat ourselves on the back because we've podcasted through all the good and all the bad and all the in between. Hurricanes,
1: pandemics, surgeries, um, crazy diagnosis trees down on houses pets having you know near fatal injuries like we've done we've podcasted through it all
0: working not working grandchildren grandchildren on the way grandchildren born i mean we've done it all you know we've gained weight we've lost
1: weight (laughs) (laughs) we've lived we've loved yeah Crazy. I'm super excited for our listeners, too, because they're the ones that have just gotten us to this point. We wouldn't have kept podcasting to 50 episodes if people weren't listening to us, of course. And how many people are listening to us now, Mayor? Oh, my gosh. I just told you, and I
0: don't even remember. 2,873? Is that what That's
1: it. You hit the nail right on the head. And I think by the time people are done listening to this episode, we're going to exceed 3,000 listeners.
0: I mean, just think about that. 3,000 listeners. And and. Honestly, we don't even put a lot into marketing because it's so it can be so challenging. We we want to and we will because we feel like we feel like we're a good a good platform for our caregivers. It's been a good opportunity for us to share our stories and we share our stories in the hopes that it lessens the anxiety, pain, and maybe fear of um, new especially new caregivers. You know, we're still here after all of these years of caregiving ourselves combined. I think we probably have fifty years of caregiving. It's crazy if you think about it because i'm I'm on twenty seven years you care for your grandma and and then you care for uh James, and you know that's a lot of years put together in all kinds of caregiving, you know, all different different levels uh, caregiving because of uh wounds from war, caregiving because your grandma had cancer caregiving because Tom had a brain infection, and now a l s is it's just one's the the gamut, you know grandma, brother, husband we've done so many different varieties of career we had so many different guests on what's our what what has been our favorite podcast of, from our listeners
1: okay so our listeners favorite podcast is bringing home the war with author marjorie pennington and i have to tell you her book just touched me so much and i'm sure that's why that's our most listened to podcast because marjorie's story is inspiring she's a suicide survivor and she has a lot of just calm to her, mm-hmm. and talking to Marjorie is it, listen to her speak. it's like talking to an old friend, even if the first time you met her was on our podcast and so I definitely understand why our listeners love bringing home the war um and our and how about you mayor do you uh do you remember that episode? I love that episode, and I
0: think um in that episode we were we were still kind of organizing ourselves as seasons and I think in that one we kind of had wrapped I think we had wrapped up season one Um, so people would hear that but we've eliminated the idea of seasons just because we are forever in the season of caregiving till we're not so.
1: Caregiving is evergreen that's something that uh, I think all of these episodes can hit with someone who is a caregiver or someone who just wants to learn about caregiving because the content really is applicable no matter when you live or when you're caregiving in your life.
0: So one of the things I really enjoyed about um, having, we know Marjorie personally, but um, I learned a, a little more about her on the podcast. And, and what I mean by that is I had insight from listening to her speak and from reading her book of there's a threat of calmness in Marjorie. And there's, there's a constant uh, place of, peace in her with her faith. And that it's her faith who got her through many of the difficult moments. She's had a lot of losses in her life. And um and she's so elegant about being able to share that and give us some insight into it.
1: Yes, and um I hope we'll have Marjorie on again sometime. I remember when we chatted with her, she was really one of our first sort of guests. You know, in the beginning we didn't have a lot of guests and now we seem like we're getting emails every day from people who are excited and want to be on the show. And, um, I, Marjorie really kind of helped us break the ice, but there was another episode that has resonated with our listeners all these months, uh, where we had a guest who is also a caregiver and that was Cherish the Moments.
0: Cherish the Moments with Laura Gary. And, uh, that was, uh, that was a re- very dynamic a podcast with Laura. She, um, You were not on that one just because it happened so quickly. I had been asking her if she would like to be a guest. Her husband is a, a veteran with ALS and um, had been very sick uh, in the in in the hospital a couple of times, really pretty much around the time that Tom had been sick. And so uh, Laura said, sure. And she found a moment where she was on the way from the hospital. He had been uh, tracheate, and for our listeners, that means that he now has artificial breathing. That, that is the only reason why he's still alive is the ventilation. And in in our circle of ALS, we call that tracheate, asked tracheostomy. So he, um, she, she was raw, but not as calm, not calm like Marjorie. It was like the complete opposite, right? Because it was raw moments for her, but so impactful. And I think by the time you finish listening to that podcast, if you haven't felt the power of cherishing the moments with people that you love, the podcast didn't resonate with you, right? Because that was really what she's telling us. It was from, it was either trach or no trach, so alive or not alive. You have those moments of life or you have moments where you're going to grieve the death of a loved one. That was the essence of that one. So it was pretty, it was pretty powerful, but it wasn't morbid.
1: No, not in, it, it, you know, we didn't talk about the physical um, aspect. You didn't talk about the physical aspect as much, you know, the hole in the actual throat, which now prohibits uh, Tom from speaking. He has to use uh, a, a piece of software, he has to use a software application. Um, and I did get to meet, meet her after the podcast, and I got to actually experience the way that he communicates um, the way that she uses FaceTime and she uses that app to give, you know, so that he can put words to a conversation and um, just a remarkable family who has stepped up to share their story openly. You know, she does not hold back. And I think that's um, been an important part of, of how she stayed healthy.
0: I agree. And she had a profound moment on that podcast when she realized she had to quit her job. And I and it was uh, and I had remember meeting her two years prior to that for the first time, and I just, we were in Washington D.C. at an event and for ALS and um, I I briefly mentioned that she may not always be able to work and I thought she was going to um, just walk away on me. <laughs> she was she was very very insulted by that whole idea of not working and I said well it may happen that you can't work and thankfully we have the uh, workings of the VA behind us that can help us. Um, on many different levels. And she was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not leaving my job. Like, I don't even know you, I'm not leaving my job. You can't say that to me. And then she had that moment with me on the phone where she realized we're only gonna be able to do this if I do leave my job. And that's a hard moment for all of us as caregivers. You experienced that, I've experienced that. Um, and then it's learning how to redefine yourself as an individual from being, instead of being so sucked into being a caregiver as your only identity. And so we'll check back in with her too, I think, and see yeah. what doing since then. Like we'll check back in, we'll see if Margie will come back on as a guest.
1: I think it's important to know that the the theme of employment and caregiving has come up over and over again in these fifty episodes. Um, we you know we've talked to different companies who try to help uh, employers make caregiving possible in the workplace and. Um, I'm thinking of Larry Mm Nysison specifically who was a wonderful interview, but you know, he's trying to educate organizations and companies about how they can be more caregiver friendly. And this comes up a lot because there are millions of caregivers in the country who are also trying to juggle their career. And I know for me, it's only possible for me to, to work full time because I have employers who are Supportive and I, I've learned how to do it by from other caregivers I've, I've learned the tips and, and tricks But there was also a time in my life where I knew I wouldn't be able to work and um, I think that sharing that is important We you know We know that there are caregivers out there today will be their last day on the job for mm-hmm. and um, for the unforeseeable future and uh, I just said I just messed up that phrase, you know, we say foreseeable future and I said Unforeseeable future isn't that just the the tale of caregiving right there? <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, keeping it all straight. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not—it's not always easy. <clears throat> I think we've talked a lot about advocacy um, for ourselves as human beings that we're not always so great at that. And um, I have some health issues going on right now. Nothing—nothing <clears throat> nothing horrible or anything, but things that need attention. And. I, I made an appointment for the doctor when I wasn't feeling good and not in a flare-up because today I actually feel pretty good. So today I would say- You still got to go, Mayor. one more thing on my plate, right? But uh, but I'm going to go. And um, I insisted on going in person instead of doing a video so that I really felt like I needed to be heard and, mm-hmm. I, and I will be heard today. So um, I'm, I'm asking them to partner with me and, and help me figure out what are these various things going on and so i encourage our caregivers to do the same
1: self-advocacy is one of the most important parts of being a caregiver because it truly and we hear this all the time you know the the term self-care is overused but if you are not staying on top of your own health you you are going to get to the point where your loved one suffers because you didn't care for yourself i've been there you've been there and and then you have you have the guilt so avoid the guilt Go to the doctor. I'm getting some very serious dental work done next week. Right. I'm also going to the doctor, getting my blood work done, all that stuff, because um, I'm able to do it safely now that we're accustomed to living during the pandemic and we have the right protocols in place. And so I'm a- we are able to do that safely. And I'm going in person too, because, well, you have to go in person to get your teeth worked on, but <laughs> I'm going to my Mayo doc in person because I need to, I need to be face to face. I need to be seen. I need to be heard.
0: Yep. And I, so, and I agree, we are getting those protocols in place. We were starting physical therapy for Tom and uh, respiratory therapy. And I have a cleaning service that have all the protocols in place. And um, that's one of my big self cares because it's hard for me to, to juggle everything and yet still find time to work on projects that are really important to me that keep me invigorated. And that's part of our self care thing, but let's see, let's go to, um, what, what was our third runner-up
1: of the most well, listened to podcasts? Ironically, it's our very first episode, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of a Bathroom. Oh my
0: God, I love that one. That one was so good. You found that article about the <laughs> Chicago airport having a fully disabled... Um, Bathroom and
1: man, that was just, that was such a good one. And I've shared the that lift and everything, the kind of bathroom that caregivers dream of, the kind of bathroom that makes it possible for caregivers to travel, which we know right now, everybody, you know, is kind of hesitant about travel, but you know, just when you're traveling with a loved one that is, has a lot of medical needs and they're in it, maybe they're in a wheelchair, maybe they have mobility challenges. Having an accessible bathroom means everything.
0: Mm-hmm. It does. It does. And it would prevent me from flying if I couldn't get an accessible bathroom for Tom. So um, I don't see flying in our future or near future, but um, I I would be, if I could, we would be traveling um, if we could do it safely. So I could really see how important that is. And I wonder if there's any more airports since we did
1: that episode. Well, I'm going to do a little bit of research and also just seeing how popular it's been with our listeners, I think maybe we should explore uh, the topic of accessibility uh, further. You know, we talk about home modifications or oftentimes we'll share on our social media the products that can be helpful, you know, like everything from foam uh, back support pieces to um, my favorite, uh, portable toilet. <laughs> um, those things are important for caregivers to share with their peers. And, and I think that just talking about companies that are accessible, cities that are accessible. I think that's important. So I'd like to explore that. You know, um, you and I both have taken advantage of um, accessible beaches, which municipalities have made that possible and um, to take someone to the beach who's in a wheelchair or who has mobility issues. So I'd like to talk about that more. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. I would love
0: to, maybe we could get somebody on from, the Steve Gleason Foundation. Well, you know, He's a football player, played for the uh, New Orleans Saints, and he's had ALS for a number of years. He's a young guy, you know, he's a, they have a young family. They have quite a robust foundation, um, and they know a lot about uh, accessibility and things like that. And they're not specifically veteran-based. I mean, they help anybody who's got ALS. Plus there's another one too, um, the Christopher Reeves Foundation. Maybe we can reach out to them as well, because they they uh, did a beautiful video, the Christopher
1: Reeve Foundation on flying with wheelchairs all right well we're, we, now we 've got some assignment, I guess that 's giving giving something away to our listeners, and that is the fiftieth episode is definitely not going to be our last one. Mary and I have continue, committed to continuing this production we, we know that we have listeners who engage and Are excited about the information that we're able to share here and we're just so blessed to have you know receiving comments and interacting on our social media channels so we're gonna keep going just for you guys
0: yeah and we love it too we love to be able to uh, we're an ongoing story we we share where we are with our caregiver life and and our regular normal life if, if we had one you know um, like I hear all my dogs
1: barking right now. Do you hear your dogs barking earlier? You no, know, my, uh, one of my dogs is being a little whiny today. It's recycling day. And, um, she's really likes us to know when somebody is outside our house. So I'm trying to be patient with her. It's Friday.
0: <laughs> ours, ours are too. And I have somebody coming in to do a repair, which with my luck will probably be in sooner rather than later. So that's part of this caregiver life, which is what we sometimes text to each other. I'm having a this caregiver life moment, which means everything, everything is happening at once and nothing will happen later
1: on. All the things,
0: all the things within one hour time period. And then there'll be seven hours without anything happening. Be, <laughs> all the balls will be up in the air. You know, it's crazy. But well, I hope you're in this podcast.
1: I hope any of our listeners who are having this caregiver life moments, um, will jot those down, send them to us, send us an email or put it on our social media. I mean, you could even voice record yourself and share what's going on in your life. And we'll play it in the show because it's important to tell your story, even the little things, uh, because when we, when we share our story, it, it, it helps us It's part of our healing.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't do it for big accolades. We don't do it for the pats on the back. We do for others who are walking a similar journey as we are, you know, you and I both were caregivers early on in our lives and and it was kind of a lonesome place to be. And it's not anymore. We have each other. We're, I I don't know what I would do without having you in my life. And um, then we have other people too, through the caregiver journey, through the Elizabeth Dole foundation, we've been lucky and blessed to be part of that foundation as caregivers and um, and we have many others through different walks of life that we've helped and who have helped us so we've really reduced that feeling of isolation and we we hope that the podcast does that for others as well so where can people send
1: us their stories? Well, I'd love for them to email us, thiscaregiverlife at gmail.com. But you could also go on our website, thiscaregiverlife.com. And there's a place actually to sh- share your story right on the website. So please do that. And for our listeners who've already done that, um, if you're in the queue and you haven't heard from us yet, you will soon. But uh, we will want you to keep sharing those stories because we're going to be sharing a lot more of those in upcoming episodes. And, um, you know, our listeners can help other caregivers find us and it's really simple do you want to know how Mayor?
0: yeah i do want to know how
1: give us a five star rating in apple Podcasts or spotify wherever you listen to your podcast you give us a five star rating it bumps us to the top of the search and then other caregivers can find us super easy and that's what we're all about here is getting caregivers connected having them join us so that they can hear the stories and they can feel connected you know when you feel isolated and alone as a caregiver it just compounds your anxiety it it can make actually life so much easier to have connections even if it's just a couple of gals on a podcast
0: i know right and sometimes telling your story it's like taking a big sigh a big relief getting some hot air out of you and it just takes even if there's no resolution and really you know for so many of us there isn't a resolution to what's going on in our lives as caregivers we can't fix some of these problems, but we can take a deep breath. We can tell the story and just feel a little bit lighter, you know?
1: Uh, that's it. We, sometimes we just, um, we need to put a little bit of air in under our wings. <laughs> and it's other caregivers that often do that for us.
0: I agree. I agree, Jen. So um, they can also find us on Twitter,
1: right, at this caregiver. Just this, just at this caregiver. Because, you know, Twitter's all about being short and sweet.
0: Yeah, and our stories are not usually short and sweet, but we do post on uh, Twitter. And uh, Instagram, we post on Instagram, and that's at This Caregiver Life. So there's many ways for, for our for our listeners to find us, and we want to hear from you.
1: Yeah, we share about the podcast episodes, but we also share news stories. If, if we learn about a support group, we'll share that information. Uh, like we said before, we share, like, products that caregivers have recommended and things that we've used. Um, We share a lot of books. Uh, Really going to start doing a lot more of that because our listeners um, have told us they like, like to hear from authors. So we're hoping to share a lot more books with you in the future. So, so following us on social media is really, I mean, you get so much.
0: We do. We have a, we have a pretty robust Facebook page. So that's nice too. I think that's a lot of our caregivers seem to like Facebook. So um, you can find us there too at this caregiver life.
1: Mara, I bet you didn't know this, but in the course of our 50 episodes, we've actually gained listeners from Canada, Jamaica, and the United Kingdom.
0: Oh my gosh. So that's so global.
1: We really are. We also have listeners in India, the Netherlands. I mean, there's nowhere on the planet that we don't reach.
0: Right. If there's internet, we can be heard. (laughs) And uh, what 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 is the split of genders? Do you know?
1: Oh, I do. So about half of our listeners um, identify as female and about a a third of our listeners identify as male. And we have some listeners who, they aren't gender identifying and we're okay with that too, because we recognize that caregivers come from all walks of life, all ethnicities, all races, all genders, and you can be anything and still be a caregiver.
0: That's right. And we, we love you for it. And let's see, what else? What other statistic is a good one to know? Oh, what's the age? What is the average age of our, or what, what is the age category where we have the most listeners?
1: So this is probably, I mean, a little a, a little intuitive, but most of our listeners are in the, you know, the, the 40s and 50s age group. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have listeners that are even younger than that. We have listeners who are as, you know, young as 18. And I we have a huge number of listeners that are 23 to 34. And what that tells us is that millennials are becoming caregivers. They're taking care of their parents, their grandparents, their siblings. And um, we need to remember that caregiving has no, no age. You know, I first became a caregiver early on in my life. And I saw my son have taken a caregiver role with my brother. as a secondary caregiver um, when he was a teen. I know when we talked to Laura that she had experienced that too, um, that her son had really become a caregiver as a child. And um, I think we should explore that um, in a coming episode. That's a good idea. We
0: could focus on children a little bit. I, I love that idea. We, you know, the Doll Foundation has spent time focusing on Children um, as secondary caregivers, and it's not uncommon in the ALS community as well. There are many, many young families that are struggling with ALS, living with ALS, and uh, and their young children are a part of their caregiving role because it's just that way. It's it's not as though you can put this, you know, divider and say, well, you're not, you don't help dad or mom. It doesn't work that way. The kids will fill in because they've been watching the parent as the caregiver doing their job. So we would love to hear from them. I, I think those are they are special children that um, are growing up probably a little bit fast, but probably with a lot more kindness and empathy than um, than maybe many other children are.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to explore that. Maybe we could even, I don't know, ask my son to join us.
0: That would be good. I would love to hear from you, son, and we could potentially hear from mine. Maybe we could have both our sons on together.
1: Oh, I think that would be really special. Well, I hope our listeners are taking note of some of these ideas. I'm sure they're having some ideas of their own. Mm-hmm. And I hope they'll let us know by sending us an email or a message on social media because this caregiver life is all about you. Yeah,
0: so um, you have any celebratory um, sounds that we can have for as we sign off here?
1: Uh, as we sign out, well, what are you in the mood for? Fireworks, a parade? <laughs> fireworks first all right we got some fireworks going off and you know these fireworks <laughs> are only possible <laughs> they're only possible because well because you guys listen
0: yeah. there we go all right jen so i'm gonna we're gonna wrap up episode 50 so i can i have to move on to the next hour with something going on here and i know you do as well um
1: and we'll We'll see you the next time for episode 51. All right, Mayor. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, until next time. Oh, I like that one. Till next time.